Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, listen up, everybody. Joining us this morning, uh, as promised, we have an esteemed uh, Emmy Award-winning journalist uh, on CNN. Uh, He hosts his very own nightly show. It's called CNN Tonight with Don Lemon. And he uh, recently just launched a new podcast. It's called Silence is Not an Option, and it's on CNN Audio. We're going to get to it. We're going to find out more about it. But I want to introduce him in a way that he's never been introduced before. But the dudes that Steve Harvey grew up with, uh, I can't even tell you the this collection of men are different. This is what they call you, DDD. That damn Don Lemon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that damn Don Lemon. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I love Don, welcome, Thank welcome. You. We love you, Don Lemon. Hey, Don. Don, I bet you never knew that, man. Cry and laugh at the same time. <laughs> Brother, you, your work, yeah. uh, Shirley said it before we went on the air, man, how we feel about you, how you, your bravery on so many fronts, man, it's just, it's inspirational, man. 
And uh, we just wanted to say, man, we're huge fans of yours. And please, man, keep up the good fight because he he hates you. (laughs) (laughs) And his people. (laughs) Which which is the greatest compliment. So I appreciate you, and I am honored to be on, and I look up to you. So it's a mutual admiration club for all of you. Thank you for inviting me on, everybody. No, absolutely. Hey, man, let's get into this, because last month you launched uh, your podcast on CNN Audio, and it is uh, appropriately named, too. It's called Silence is Not an Option. Tell us about it, man. Why why a podcast, and and, and why the title of it? Because, you know, I guess you you guys can tell when you, hopefully you can, from watching the show, I like sometimes I want to continue on with conversations and that I think are important, but so, then I, but I have to get to the next segment. You know, you you do TV, mm-hmm. uh, you have to get to the news of the day, and you have so many topics to cover. And there's sometimes I really want to dig in, and and sometimes television doesn't allow you to um, the intimacy that you have that you have on radio, quite honestly, that you have on a podcast where you can really talk to people and they let their guard down because that scary camera is not right in front of their face. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wanted to drill down on these topics, especially now after George Floyd's death, after COVID, where people are sitting at home and they feel vulnerable and everybody in some way can kind of relate to each other through that vulnerability. And I said, now is the time to do it. And I was, I had picked up the phone to call the head of digital and I opened my email, and he sent me an email saying, hey, let's do a podcast. And I went, well, it was meant to happen. That was That's God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, you know, your stance, man, do you, do you get major support from CNN with the stance that you take on so many different issues? Black Lives Matter, it's Donald Trump. How, is, 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 do you feel the network behind you? I do, but I still worry. Trust me. <laughs> Every night I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Listen, I don't, I'm not a big fan of social media because, um, it, you know, it was great in the beginning, but it's become so toxic, right? Yeah, so, every, yeah. you know, when I get off the air, I'll check social media and say, ooh, am I canceled now? I'll look. <laughs> and I'm like, did I go too far? But right. listen, I've had, I haven't had support from any uh, employer, any employer that I've ever worked for more than I've had now. And our, you know, our boss, we have Jeff Zucker here, who is just news, a news person to the core. And he is very supportive of his people. And he, he understands that, look, everybody has a point of view. Everybody has a lens. That doesn't mean that you're biased. I bring my particular expertise to the, to the, to the audience. And I'm a black man who grew up in America. And if I wasn't speaking the truth, especially now in this moment, I would be derelict in my duties as a journalist and as a black person telling that story wow. in America. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. see that. I see that in you. Hey, man, you, okay, now this podcast is called Silence is Not an Option. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you, you're going to have today's podcast, you're going to have on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, by the way, yeah. one of my all-time favorite basketball players when I was a kid, I put number 33 on my sneakers. So I wanted to be <laughs> him. And I had the same lips he had, so I figured, cool, Still let's go. Wow. Anyway. Uh, I just threw that <laughs> in thing. just for, you know, just for and, color. And y'all you know, when you too. Smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Kind of what did you all kind of cover on, on the podcast? What can people expect today? Well, you know, he's brilliant. Yeah, and you just said it. He's brilliant. Uh, and he's an intellectual. And you think like, well, you know, he's a sports guy. He is an intellectual. He's one of the smartest people I've ever interviewed. 
And after this whole thing uh, started, you know, he, he became a Muslim. He converted uh, back in the late 60s, I think, or early 70s. I forget, mm-hmm. I forget the exact date. Don't quote me on that. But he converted because, you know, you live in America, religious freedom. And so he had heard, had been hearing all these comments from people like Nick Cannon, uh, from Deshaun Jackson, Stephen Jackson, and so on and so on. Um, and, and they've apologized now. So, and listen, we believe in redemption in America. But he was hearing all these things, and so he wrote something, um, an op-ed, telling people, hey, listen, we cannot expect people to support us as marginalized people uh, and to understand Black Lives Matter and racism if we are going to make remarks that are insensitive to other people uh, of different ethnicities or different religions. And he wrote this fantastic op-ed. I called him up and asked him to be on, and he had some really profound things uh, to say about it, about his relationship to the Jewish community, about how he understands why people may be saying these things and how we need to move forward. And more importantly, have relationships with people and understand our connection, our similarities to the Jewish people's plight. He is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He is a legend. And as I said, he is brilliant. Hey, uh, hey, Don, hang on one second. Hey, y'all, we'll be back with more from Don Lemon right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, uh, we're back with the compelling DDD, that damn Don Lemon. Okay, this whole thing uh, about the relationship between blacks and Jews, the one thing you said just a second ago that's always kind of resonated with me, I just, I don't understand the division, and I guess some people have their reasoning, but I just don't get it, because I think that if any two people should be able to resonate with one another and understand one another's feelings is it should be our two communities because between slavery and the Holocaust, we're talking two of the great atrocities against the human humankind. And I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even understand how it started to begin with. So I'm going to tune in because maybe Kareem can help put some light on that subject. Yeah. Well, he will help you. Listen, genocide is genocide. Slavery, no doubt, was genocide. The Holocaust was genocide. But you should tune in, not only for Kareem, I mean, he's, he's a good reason, but also I have this professor, Mark Dollinger, San Francisco State University, who uh, is a professor of Jewish studies. He talks, he, he talks about why um, there is this, you know, tension sometimes between Jewish and black, the black community, because, and he goes into it again better than I can, he talks about white Jews and how, how Jewish people basically assimilated and became uh, became white in the late 1950s and 1960s, meaning they could take mm-hmm. advantage of education. People didn't necessarily know that they were Jewish. They started living in suburban neighborhoods and so on and so forth. Opportunities that were not afforded to African-Americans because we're black or black people, because you can see that we're black. We were redlined. Not that they didn't face discrimination. The discrimination started to be different because we were all kind of the same, living in the same quote-unquote ghettos, facing the same um, discrimination. And then all of a sudden, Jewish people started to assimilate more. And I think on some level, African-Americans, some African-Americans or some black folks may resent that and think that Jewish people cannot relate to their plight. So, again, Professor uh, Mark Dollinger explains it a lot better than I do. But you're going to learn a lot about how what he says about that and how that has to change. And even Jewish people, he said, especially, and I'm quoting him, white Jews 
he says have to um, really that they they have to learn that, and there are some things that they need to unlearn. Interesting, wow. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really, you know. The, uh, hey, Don, look, we I got you on here for a couple of reasons. You know, talk about the podcast, get it out there. I think you deserve to be heard on several platforms. Okay, so we're doing that. Hey, uh, hey, Don, hang on one second, man. Hang on, hang on. Stay right there. We'll be right back, everybody, with the compelling DDD, that damn Don Lemon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, okay, here it is. Here's why I really want you on this show. Keep Let's on. go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Trump <laughs> and Biden. Oh, Let me Lord. start with this question right here. Oh, Is the Democratic Party, do they have the right messaging right now as you see it? Is Biden getting his message out there the right way? Listen, I'm not a, I'm not a Democratic, <laughs> Republican, or political strategist. But I will tell you, uh, these are unusual times, obviously, because we're in the middle of a pandemic. I think Joe Biden is getting his message out, obviously, to the best that he thinks he can, to the best of his ability. He's doing the right thing, I think, personally, by by socially distancing, wearing a mask, and not going to places that draw large crowds. That That's what mm-hmm. any responsible person, and especially a responsible leader, should do. Obviously, if Trump had his brothers, we would have been back in church in April. He would have had major... Um, uh, rallies, which he did, and then the, you know the the number of positive people started going up, and he's going to hotspots. All wrong. Now he's having to change it soon. I think it's the right strategy for Joe Biden right now because when your opponent is doing the damage to themselves themselves mm-hmm. themselves, you don't have to do it. At right. some point, though, he's going to have to step up and uh, and and com- combat the messaging coming from the president because the president has a bully pulpit. And Joe Biden doesn't have that luxury. So at some point, in some way, he's going to have to figure out how to get his way, his message out more forcefully and to more people rather than just uh, on social media and doing an interview here and there. And I think that right. that time is going to come. Um, he's going to have to do that the closer we get to the conventions and obviously the closer we get to the election. Okay. Here, but he should come next. out after after Trump gives a press conference and says something about him, especially if he doesn't if he doesn't tell the truth about Joe Biden or his plan or what have you. He he should come out right away. They need um, a rapid response team like the Trump people have to be able to combat that because people will if you tell a lie enough times, people believe it, and if you wow. tell it with conviction, people will believe it. Oh, and he on a daily basis, he just <laughs> shoveling doses of it down our throat, man. I'm, it's like this. And here's, here's the thing I'm, I'm curious about. and Tell me your opinion of this right here. I would think there's a group of former Trump supporters who have looked at him over the past four years and went and said to themselves, this is ridiculous. I, mm-hmm. I can't keep this up. Do you get a sense of that? I do get a sense of that. And is that I think there is a small group of people within that group that will change over and either vote for the other candidate, meaning Biden, or um, just won't show up to the polls. But for the most part, what they will say is, I don't like him. I don't like what he does. 
but I'm voting for him because of the judges, because of abortion. I don't like him. I don't like what he does, but I'm voting for him because of the economy. I don't like him. I don't like what he does because I'm afraid that my streets are going to turn into war zones with Joe Biden in and you're going to start defunding the police. I don't like him, but I like the, the, pol- the policies he supports. That's what you hear from people, and it's hard to get them to change, especially when you, you want them to vote for a Democrat. And the longer... Uh, the president can come out and beat Joe Biden down with his rhetoric and tell mistruths about him. It's going to work on some of those people. And quite honestly, the more people who are out there in, in our cities who are shooting each other and killing each other, it's going to it's going to have an effect. And Trump knows it on suburban, especially women, suburban families who may be prone to vote for Joe Biden. They're going to say, Ooh, Joe Biden is not going to be the same with law and orders. I don't law and order. I don't want, you know, these people coming to my neighborhood. I don't want my neighborhood to turn into that. He's going to play on that. I watch you on YouTube. I watch your between in the break segments for inspiration. So don't get it twisted. I am a huge fan of yours. I will always support you. And I love you, brother. Thank you for, Thank you, for inspiring me and making a way. That is so I love nice. you too, man. Hey, man, yeah. keep telling the truth and keep being you because we need more people like you. Uh, the podcast, everybody, is called Silence is Not an Option. We Thank love, you. I, I love you guys too. Y'all take it easy. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> that damn dumb. Thank you. That was good, man. We love you, John Lemon. Love you too, guys. Bye. Bye. Y'all have a good one. Be safe. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.